Welcome to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust, a podcast for digital transformation leaders where we discuss the latest cyber attack issues, enterprise security strategies, and current security events so that you can successfully accelerate network and security transformation. And now here's what's on our mind this week. Welcome everybody to another episode of Cloudy with a Chance of Trust. This is Lisa, and today, instead of interviewing a guest, I'm gonna interview Pam. <laughs> hey everybody. In our past episodes, we've talked about how not to do zero trust. And we've also talked about exciting new technologies that are expanding the definition of zero trust. This is changing the landscape for C-level executives. I know you spend a lot of time talking with your peers about these topics. So what are you hearing from CXOs about the challenges they face today? And how is that different from maybe five years ago? It's really interesting because if you look a number of years ago, so many were trying to determine if moving to SaaS-based applications or to the cloud really was right for their organization, right? They were trying to determine that. Mm -hmm. Then let's face it, overnight, they were challenged with creating the secure remote workforce in order to keep their businesses running through the last couple of years, which ultimately turned into what we all know as the great resignation. Now, what I hear from C-levels is they're still looking to secure their data and users, but now they're either on-premise or off-premise. They're moving more and more to SaaS-based solutions. Their private apps are either hosted in a data center still, or they are moving or have moved to private clouds. But they also, there's so much focus around a great end-user experience. They also talk about how they need enhanced visibility. They're still trying to cut costs, which they've always tried to cut costs, but now more and more, they're dealing with so much legacy and technical debt, yet the business is growing through mergers, acquisitions, some even divesting, which that's more of a minority of divesting companies and more of it's acquiring companies. And honestly, users and data can be anywhere now, and they have to figure out how do they change and enable the business very differently than what they did or even thought about five years ago. Absolutely. I've been in tech for the quarter century now, and this has been the biggest shift first going all remote and now figuring out what the modern workplace looks like, how to transition to hybrid workforce, et cetera. You know, Lisa, you bring up a point that on-premise experience also is a concern to them because mm -hmm. let's face it, we all went home over the last couple of years. We were going direct to many of the applications. There were some organizations that had full-on VPN tunnels created. The minute you logged in, your tunnel was created and you were going back to that data center. And I would see these organizations, I'd be like, wow, do you hide? Do you hide from your end users? Because that's got to uh -huh. be a crappy experience. And for most of them, they said, yeah, it wasn't the greatest experience. A few of them who were really within that area, the domestic user group and so forth, and they're, they were just a domestic company. God, it's not so bad. But those multinationals, forget it they'd be hiding. And now they're also thinking about when their users came back to the office, were they going to give their users a great experience also? Well, a lot of them found out, no, they weren't doing local breakout. They were still doing traditional backhaul. And they realized they have to rethink that because there was added latency and not the greatest experience when users came back to the office. So that's another top of mind piece that organizations are thinking about. Sure. So the application landscape has changed. The network landscape is changing. The security challenges continue to mount. And we have talked about a ton of new technologies to help address those challenges from CNAP to active defense to extending the zero trust landscape. But are CXOs really able to effectively leverage these new technologies? 
So what I find is those who started their transformation journey already, absolutely. Those who've started moving to the cloud, those who have gone ahead and rethought their architecture, absolutely. They're looking at those other pieces of how do they actually layer on all these additional pieces and not only defenses, but capabilities. Mm-hmm. But so many are still in that deciding period. It really blows my mind sometimes when organizations say, mm, we haven't started yet. We really think everything is good the way it is. Those are the ones that aren't going to really be able to find the benefits of this additional layer. The ones, though, that have started the journey, they're working on that base foundation. They're changing that architecture. They're looking how they're evolving and starting that evolution. It's just a matter of time. And let's face it, this isn't an all or nothing. This isn't a flip the switch. This is a phase journey that if you build the right foundation and you have the right underlying technology, you keep adding all these additional features and functionalities like the CNAP, the active defense and so forth. There's a lot of technology considerations, but honestly, there's a lot of political, social considerations. So what about the cultural shifts involved? How would you navigate the conversation today with stakeholders, with the board, if you were in that role today? Really, I don't see the board as being much of an issue any longer. Yes, number of years ago, very different. Last couple of years have changed things. The landscape globally now from a malicious actor perspective has gotten worse. And I think for the boards, security is a top of mind for every company, for every board member. The issue is how an organization goes about securing their data and users. Conversation with the business, though, has to be included. That's where I think the shift happens. The board is all about company reputation. They're going to be focused on securing users' data and making sure their company can continue to do business and not be one of those in the news, that bad reputation. The business conversation, though, really to the business leader, has to include how the technology is going to change it, completely enable their workforce, enable that business to provide them flexibility. There were so many times I had to tell the business, no, sorry, but once we actually rethought, once we changed that underlying architecture, we did things different. We're like, okay, let's see how we can do that. Yeah. I'm not sure how we're going to do that, but we have flexibility now. We can figure this out. That is so very different taking that sort of approach. And you know, the other piece of this is on a daily basis, I still see the resistance to change for many organizations and their technical staffs and organizations. I mean, IT, it's that IT staff that if it's not bad, do they need to do anything about it? It's fine. It's working. They're also hesitant to make any changes to what they know until it's proven out. Better the devil you know than the devil you don't know. Absolutely. Let's face it. They have enormous responsibility, these technical team members, in protecting their companies. And I completely respect that. However, if it's the right partner you've aligned with and it's the right technology, it'll be evident. The technology will prove itself out. The partner will prove out that they're not in it to sell you something and walk away. They're going to be in it for the long haul with you to make sure that, number one, you've not only deployed the technology successful, but they're there to work through that optimization that, hey, something's wrong. It may not be that technology of that partner. It may be a completely different technology and a different partner, but they're going to be there along the journey to work through all that. Also, let's face it. We all have some sort of bias. You know what you know until proven different. And that has to be taken into account with your technical teams. Oh, certainly. 
So say Zscaler as a partner, we have a ton of technical solutions. We've got great documentation and white papers and reference architectures, but what resources does Zscaler offer to help on this side of the journey, on the cultural, on the transformational side? Well, first, technology has to meet the use cases, right? So mm -hmm. I think making sure an organization really understands what are they trying to solve for? Now, granted, I, as others, when we started out trying to solve for use case, in the end, we solved for many more things than what we originally thought we were going to solve for in the beginning. But again, defining what you believe you're trying to solve for, what are your use cases, what are your requirements? And then next, what does the partner have? What's really important is that ecosystem your partner has. What is that ecosystem that's going to help you be successful? And also help you to figure out what you don't know. Most of us that have taken this journey, we didn't know what we knew when we came on the other side of it. With Zscaler, that's where I find we excel in that area. The transformation team, it's former heads of networks, it's former CISOs, it's those who led these organizations through change, through transformation. In addition to former heads of networks and CISOs and so forth, we also have a whole group of retired CIOs and CISOs who actually sit and talk to peers about what journey were they on? What were they trying to solve for? And let's face it, in the conversations, when you're talking to peers, hey, do you have this problem? Hey, I had that problem. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. We could solve that. There's all this exchange of information going back and forth that actually sparks so many thoughts due to the conversation. So in addition to those groups of individuals, they also create thought leadership and thought leadership is key because you don't know what you don't know going in. And when you are able to reflect and read an article or listen to a podcast from others who have taken this journey, you can actually learn things that, or think about things you wouldn't have thought about previously. CXO Revolutionaries is a phenomenal spot where heads of organizations can go, whether you're on the security side, the network side, go and actually read about what others are talking about and start to apply that to your organization and to what you're trying to solve for or what you should be even thinking about if you're not thinking about it. And lastly, Zenith Live. We are back oh, yeah. live this year. It's been, what, two years? Zenith Live is a phenomenal place to get that information. What don't you know? You don't know. So come to Zenith Live and find out. In addition to Zscaler puts on all these other events of roundtables and fireside chats, we attend Avantas. It's trying to get thought leadership out to those that maybe it'll help. Yeah, I've always found personally that for me, the best part of technical conferences is the hallway track. Mm. The people I bump into, meeting old friends and hearing what they're up to, meeting new people and learning about them. But the insights I get from those conversations... When I think of an ecosystem, I'm a nerd. I think of technology ecosystem, these vendor solutions working together to make a fully functional environment. But that's absolutely true at layer eight, also at the people layer. We are an ecosystem, a community of different skills, different experiences. And the more we can share in that community, the stronger the community becomes. And by the way, if you want to join that community, you can check us out at revolutionaries.zscaler.com. We've got blog posts and essays and podcasts and also forums where you can ask questions or see what people are chatting about. You know, Lisa, it's Zenith Live. The piece I love is not only the sessions, 
well, in the keynotes, because you're getting all this information. Where is Zscaler going from a business perspective and then from a technology perspective? But I love stopping during the breaks at the break table and just starting to chat with somebody or at lunch, sitting at a table where I don't know anyone and just saying, hey, I'm Pam. What brought you here? What are you thinking about? And just having that open conversation to your point, I love that interaction. I've missed it over the last couple of years. It's so funny because sixth grade, Lisa, that would have been my definition of hell, sitting down to lunch at a table full of people I don't know. And now as an adult, it is exciting. It's a chance to make new friends. Absolutely. Wrapping up, if you had one piece of advice for a CXO today, what would it be? Honestly, don't wait till there's an event that makes you think it's time to change. Mm. If your organization hasn't started thinking about what or how they need to do to evolve, the time is here. Don't wait. It's a lot easier to get in front of the ball than to be playing catch up. Absolutely. Well, this is awesome. I always appreciate these conversations. And honestly, I think that's one of the best aspects of this community that Zscaler is building is the opportunity to have these conversations and to share these thoughts, benefit from each other's experiences. So again, if you want to join the conversation, check us out at revolutionaries.zscaler.com and hopefully we'll sit down at a table with you someday. Thanks, Pam. This is always a pleasure. Same to you. Take care, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust. Check back with your podcast provider regularly for more episodes. You can find Lisa Lorenzen and Pam Kubiatowski on the CXO Revolutionaries website at revolutionaries.zscaler.com or on LinkedIn. Statements by Zscaler podcasters and guests are informational only and should never be construed as legal advice. You should consult with your legal advisor on matters related to you or your business. Zscaler makes no warranties, express, implied, or statutory as to the content of this podcast, and it is provided as is. Content on this podcast may contain forward-looking statements that are current as of the date of recording and subject to change. These statements are subject to the safe harbor provisions created by the Private Securities Litigation Reform Act of 1995. Full legal disclaimers are available at revolutionaries.zscaler.com. Copyright 2022.